So we're going to play some D&D. Uh, we are playing uh, out of the Acquisitions Incorporated book. Um, which I probably have handy for tonight. Uh, and we are in uh, uh, Forgotten Realms. I almost said Middle Earth. That would be a major <laughs> faux pas. <laughs> Surprise! I, I missed that one. <laughs> Twist! Wow. <laughs> that, that didn't take long. <laughs> hey. Yep. Uh, in in Faerun, uh on the uh, the east coast, I resisted my urge to set everything in Waterdeep. Uh, trying to branch out a little bit, so you are uh, in in Dagger Falls, um, and uh, the setup here. Uh, you have all worked for Acquisitions Incorporated um, as agents or as subcontractors before, um, adjuncts if you will, um, but never as a fully licensed uh, franchise ease. Um, and so uh, you've been recruited. Uh, they will tell you um, uh, because they've had some trouble. Akink has had some trouble setting up shop uh, in, in this part of the world. Um, primarily because Everything in this part of the world is controlled by the Zentarum. Uh, if you're not familiar with the Zentarum, uh, in one of the previous Agging podcasts, I think Pat Rothfuss described them as uh, 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 Hydra, right? Um, <laughs> so that's basically what we're working with. Um, every uh, every major business. Um, is, is probably uh, owned in some part by the Zents. Uh, every major politician or would-be politician um, is in their pocket um, or their puppet. Uh, every small business owner um, is, is pretty much being extorted by them, paying protection fees to them. Um, they, they know everything. Um, they are the eyes and ears of everything in this part of the world. And for Ack Inc., uh, which now has branches in uh, multiple planes um, and uh, dimensions. Um, this sort of slight against them uh, just will not stand. All right. Um, they have uh, made several attempts to open up shop uh, in the eastern part of Faerun, um, and every franchise that has opened up um, has been shut down, uh, either. Um, having to file bankruptcy or uh, all of the employees are liquefied uh, or a sinkhole opens up um, or disappearing under um, mysterious uh, circumstances. It hasn't worked out in the past. When you say liquefied, <laughs> like literally? Yeah. Or, well, or are we talking about assets? <laughs> through a juicer. Oh, gross. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, this is a no pulp, no pulp situation either. That's unfortunate. So, <laughs> so uh, Omen, uh, or at least the, the clone, one of the clones of Omen Drawn, um, who is the president and CEO of Acking that you have spoken with, um, either in person or uh, in, through correspondence that you're quite sure was him, um, has laid out a few uh they would hate to say rules, guidelines, really, 
um, and then the license agreement for your accepting this franchise. Uh, the first is that this is going to be the first acting franchise that has to operate undercover. Um, so you do not have any of the stationary, uh, the, the guy with the spinning sign that would typically stand outside the uh the office isn't there we don't get we don't get the thing out front no, the, the auto no crazy inflatable uh waving uh wacky inflatable arms guy yeah, yeah. Not- nobody dresses the statue of liberty either yeah. spinning a thing around nothing you don't get yet that. not yet yeah i call um, shenanigans <laughs> you don't get your uh anybody dressed up like jim dark magic um out doing uh, I almost said out doing tricks on the street, and then I realized <laughs> oh, <laughs> what was about to come out of my mouth. Hi, kids! Not, not that kind <laughs> of game. So, so that kind of podcast. All right. <laughs> Recording in progress. Yeah, on my, <laughs> on my work account too. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> doesn't save in the cloud though. <laughs> I'm I'm wise to that. Uh, so they're yeah, illusions. <laughs> Illusions, yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, illusions for money. Um, so you don't have any of that. Uh, you do have to set up some kind of front, and so that's one of the things we're going to talk about tonight. Is uh, what do you want your cover business to be? Um, once you decide that, um, in, in correspondence with uh, home office. Uh, they will send uh, your support, uh, your support staff, we'll call them. So uh, according to the rules, uh, for a new franchise, you are entitled to uh, one skilled hireling, um, and you all can choose uh, as a group what you want that person's skill to be. That can include uh, combat. Um, If you want them to be uh, just like a, uh, a grunt or whatever, um, I would say that this is a party with no rogue, <laughs> which is super interesting. Uh, so you may want somebody who can, um, who might be proficient in, in thieves tools, um, but maybe not, right? Because maybe that's something that got the previous franchises uh, shot down. No sneaking ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no sneaking. Um, the other thing uh, that that Omen has told you in terms of of the job. So, if you're not familiar with Ack Inc., you will you will each be assigned uh, a job within um, the franchise. Uh, they suspect uh, one of the reasons why this didn't work out before uh, was because of the decisionist, um, because no decisionist coins have been recovered. So, this is a franchise. Uh, they're going to try more of a, a, a horizontal. Uh, leadership structure so there will be no decisionist in this group uh you will have a uh documenter and a cultant um where are the other ones i'm totally spacing on right now i don't think you need a cartographer documenter hordes person and a cultant a loremonger oh and the aviator yep so those would be the five positions. Uh, Sorry, the ovulator? <laughs> no, not that kind of game either. That's different. Uh, is <laughs> the the ovulator, the uh, 
uh, the strategist, basically. Um, uh, Darwin, Snapdragon, uh, you already know um, that you are going to be the documenter. Uh, you squared this away before you left. Uh, there is a lot of uh, correspondence back and forth um, between home office and your family. Um, so you have you have the documenter position. Um, instead of the, the typical documenter satchel that you would have um, to make it more conspicuous, um, uh, it's kind of hidden away with your spell books. Um, the rest of the positions have not been determined. Um, so, at any rate, we need to decide what your cover story is going to be. Uh, you've been given the freedom to figure this out based on the lay of the land. Um, Home Office wants you guys to try to assess um, things on the ground um, before uh, they make any decisions for you. Um, they will send you uh, a, a skilled hireling of your choice. Um, you have the freedom to hire um, two unskilled people, uh, and you also get a major domo um, to kind of uh, manage the store, um, whatever that might be. And depending on on what your cover story is, um, they will send an agent over. Um, there are several in the area already, um, but they did not want to saddle you with somebody that might not work out, right? Uh, if you decide to, that your cover is going to be a uh, some kind of fishing business and uh, they send you somebody who gets seasick, um, probably not going to work out very well, right? Um, so uh, we'll say that you uh, arrive in Dagger Falls uh, individually. Um, you're coming from uh, all four corners of, uh, of Faerun or in, in, in um, Arathus's case, Arathus's case, Carlos. Uh, Arithis, maybe you were right. You were right okay. Arathus, Arathus. All right, yes. I'll, I will screw Butcher it up it a few times, a thousand right. times. <laughs> uh, maybe not even from this plane. Um, maybe taking a walk someplace else. Um, so I'll let you guys to, to decide um, and describe if you like how your characters arrive in Dagger Falls. It's a it's a pretty small village. Um. This part of the of the world has seen a, a lot of war. Um, not surprisingly, um, people trying to resist the Zentarum. Um, and I, I think I mentioned too that this part of the world is ninety eight percent human. Um, there are some elves um, and dwarves. Uh, so if you are not <laughs> elvish, human, or dwarvish, um, like our our turtle friend. Uh, you need to have another cover story <laughs> in addition uh, to the one uh, for the um, whatever your front operation is. Um, but I'll turn it over to you guys to, to decide how you get there. Um, describe your, your walk-up. What's your entrance music? Uh, I'm going to call on people because this feels Uh-oh. like a class. <laughs> this feels Do like... I want to go around the horn and introduce characters or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can do that. We'll we'll introduce characters and and how you're arriving there. Um, so we'll we'll do it that way. So Dan, since you <laughs> spoke up, I spoke up first. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so hi, uh, 
Uh, Nick, I don't think we've we've met before. I think I've played with everybody else. Uh, so I'm Dan Lytle. I'm a assistant professor at North Carolina Central University, um, previously Ball State in Muncie, Indiana. Um, but anyway, I am playing uh, a wizard named Darwin Snapdragon, who is a turtle and is the child of ambassadors that got tired of him being a dandy layabout. So uh, he was, they they pulled some strings and got him hired on with Ack Inc. Uh, and so I imagine he is rolling up into this area in like a gilded uh, uh, carriage and just as opulent as he can afford. <laughs> All right. Um, nobody here has ever seen a turtle before. <laughs> Ooh, people that don't know what I am. Uh, and And Darwin has people with him. Right? Yes, I, I do have a retinue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- these are not uh, employed by Ack Inc. Um, this is, these are people... These are my <laughs> manservants! <laughs> Darwin is, is uh, paying out of his own, his own pocket. Um, these are not Ack Inc. employees. Uh, uh, were I there as a, as a person, <laughs> I would say, do not... Do, be, like, be careful what kind of of information you share <laughs> with Darwin's retinue, um, since they are not, uh, you know, officially, officially employed. Jesus, go fetch my bags. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to tell everybody about, about your, your people, your crew? Um, so, uh, they are Cletus, Carl and Charlie. I was on the C name kick, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, Cletus is a very old turtle. Um, kind of walks hunched over sort of thing. Carl is an 18-year-old uh, friend from school, kind of the the Ron Weasley to my Harry Potter. Um, and then Charlie is a old-ass elf. Uh, well, not not super old for elves themselves, but uh, he's 230 years old. And his, his full name is Charlestian, um, but I just call him Charlie. <laughs> And he was sent there to keep an. He was sent out to pasture, right? Or keep. Yes. So he. um, No, Cletus is the one that was sent out to pasture. He had worked for my parents for a long time and was like too use. Was not useful around the house anymore. So they're like, you go watch Darwin do that. So go watch Darwin play adventure. (laughs) Uh, Exactly. So three guys who are not going to get in the way at all. Who are going to be super helpful um, to whatever whatever you're doing? Uh, I'm going to go uh, clockwise. So Adam Griffin, hi. Let's talk about your guy. Hi, everybody. I'm Adam Griff. Uh, I do stuff on the internet. Um, I'm running uh, wisely brackets. A human paladin. Uh, best way that I see him currently in my mind's eye, uh, and that this description might help, uh, would be the uh, the Bud Knight, uh, Bud Light uh, Knight. Uh, it's it's kind of the same blue, I guess, as far as his chainmail goes. Um, known uh, throughout the land, kind of as an adventurer of sorts, just trying to do the right thing, trying to help people. Uh, comes up to our. Uh, shared meeting place, a little harried, a little frazzled as if he's been traveling 
hurriedly and with purpose, uh, yet a little lost uh, for a good amount of time. And uh, makes his way upon uh, uh, upon Darwin retinue there. Kind of looks, shuffles through a bunch of papers, looks again, and goes, uh, so, we here for the same thing? I don't know, friend. What are you here for? Oh, man, we're doing accents. <laughs> oh, I don't. It'll probably change over the course of <laughs> <laughs> And, um, uh, <laughs> wisely kind of thinks about it and just discreetly shows off the uh, acting sigil before scaring it away. Oh, yes. Um, yes. <laughs> wisely goes, okay, good. Uh, anybody else here? Uh, I think you're the second one to arrive. Good. And then uh, wisely goes, hey, well, if you need me, I will be posted up in this corner. <laughs> and he just ambles off and, and sits down and just goes over some papers. And stuff. All right. Uh, next up, uh, Carlos Rivera. Oh, hello. I'm Carlos Rivera. That's it. Um, are we playing Erethus? Um so as the scene unfolds in Fort in us, we see basically just a poof of smoke, a la Nightcrawler. And here comes about a six foot one, slender, uh, Eladrin elf, long white hair, bluish skin. And he's got a lot of luggage, which makes no sense because he just like teleported there. So it's like, how did all the luggage get there? Um, but. It is what it is. So, and he pops up right behind um, Darwin, a uh, friend Cletus, and just taps him on the shoulder, like, "Hey, what's up, man?" What is what is Cletus? Uh, he's he's a turtle. Um, he just... right, what does Cletus know? What does Cletus do? Uh, he's uh. I didn't actually assign them tasks, uh, but uh, oh no! So he just got tapped on the on the back. Just, uh, just oh, a guy just uh, appeared and tapped him on the shoulder. He's probably he probably be a little jumpy. Um, <laughs> he's old. Good target. <laughs> huh? What? Uh, uh, yeah. Who's? Um, do you know where I'm supposed to put all my bags? Anyone? Imagine in the house. Wow, you're really old. Um, cool. <laughs> and so he just like walks over. And he sees a blue knight, and that's like awesome for him because he's never seen anyone in armor. No. And he's like, "Do oh. you know where the luggage goes?" Uh, wisely looks up from his papers, and uh, you know that's a good question. I only have this pack, but uh. Probably want to see if they have a room. Like, I'm under the impression that this is going to be more than like a day's work. So, did I pack too much? Or, that's, it's fine. It's fine. That's cool. 
Wisely goes, it's up to you. Uh, could the three of you that are there uh, roll perception checks for me? Starting off strong, I rolled a three on the die, so four. All right. Or no, that's that's persuasion. Perception, uh, also four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I love it. 17. All right. Uh, wisely notices some people at the bar... Uh, are kind of whispering to each other and it's like something's up and and specifically like uh your guys's task of of kind of remaining uh kind of on the dl <laughs> is is not really working out so good with the uh you know oh, yeah. the humvee stretch carriage out front <laughs> and somebody just sort of bamfing into 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 town um Wisely is worried about how much attention is is being drawn. Um, okay, uh, so Wisely kind of notices the, the slight yammering near the bar, and, and walks over to the others and goes, "We're going to need a cover for what just happened." Uh, I don't think. People are too welcoming to a uh, an adventure such as, as my stature, and uh, as well as uh, teleporting up to smoke that reveal. As well as teleporting, uh, we might need to think of something pretty quick. Common poke loves me. Why? What? What? I'm here. That's enough. <laughs> um, ha- would wisely know off the bat how loud <laughs> that exclamation is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, mean, I think he would. Uh, uh, wisely kind of looks over at the bar and goes, and I'm sure the entertainment will be here soon, but for now we just have to wait. Uh, and on cue, uh, we turn now to Mike Dando. Hi, everybody. Mike Dando here. Um, I'm an assistant professor at St. Cloud State University, and um, I research pop culture and education. And I will be playing Fran. Uh, if everybody wants to take a second, if we record this, you can pause it. Go queue up the Golden Girls theme. Thank you for being a friend. I can't share the audio, but thank you for being a friend. Just hum that to yourself. Um, around because the world and back again. There you go. Thank you for being a friend. Right? Um, Fran is a mashup of B. Arthur from Golden Girls and John Constantine. Uh, with a with a sousson of Rocket Raccoon. Um, <laughs> hyper-violent tendencies. Uh, really, uh, she's, a, she's a human. Uh, she is, uh, she, she looks elderly, but like, not elderly, like frail, like, not frail as to the point of like, you know, incapable. But not young. 
she she does have she has an eye patch um over the left eye um and uh she is relatively unassuming she's a sorcerer a sorceress i should say um and uh she uh what I, what i have written is she loathes incompetence and indecision which is going to be great <laughs> for us um i just don't know why but i wrote, i wrote and i don't know why uh fran hates the old elf immediately upon seeing him I don't know what the backstory is. I'm eager to find out. <laughs> I just wrote it down. I was like, that seems right. Uh, is that Charlie? Is that, is that Charlie? Yeah. Charlie the old elf. Uh, if She doesn't have nemeses, but the internecine fighting will be, will be interesting. Um, so, so yes. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say real quick, Andy, uh, did you want me to RP Cletus, Carl, and Charlie, or were you going to do that? We can figure it out. Okay. Uh, I, I figured since they were you, they were yours, um, I, I would let you. But if you want okay. me, to, if you want me to, I I figured I have the major domo and the hirelings to work. I mean, I didn't want to pile on more NPCs for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, manage, um, here's the usual slate of people that you're going to become obsessed with and totally sidetrack everything <laughs> to, to pursue. Here's here's the here's the the thing that we know that she doesn't is that she uh, has latent dragonborn tendency uh, tendencies that are only now emerging in the last like third of her life. So she's like, what are these hot flashes? Oh, that's why am I, what are are wings? Um, We're going to be exploring. We're going to be exploring some of those, those things. Um, And she, she works usually with elemental magic. Um, so fire, ice, um, and so forth. So she, uh, we're entering, we're in a room. Is that right? Yeah. Like, it's like a tavern. Is this a tavern? You're at a tavern. Okay. So, uh, she, uh, and she will play the old lady card every time. Like in a new situation, that's what she does. That's her cover. She's not a rogue, but she doesn't look like a, she looks like a, a, a relatively, uh, late middle age to, you know, retiree. She's a retire. Let's put it that way. She's a retiree, and so she just wa- She she just unassumingly just walks in. Um, she has a she has a, a quarter staff, but she uses it as like a like a walking, just like a walking stick, not like as a cane, but like as a walking stick. Um, and 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 she she looks around. And then goes right to the, uh, uh, goes up to the, to the bar and says, I'm not going to do this voice the whole time. I'll just give it a little flavor. Um, I was trying to decide whether it was going to be Harvey Weinstein, not Weinstein, Har- Harvey Firestein. <laughs> not, hi kids. Wow. Harvey wow. Firestein. I didn't know if I was going to go, hello children. I didn't think I wanted to do that because that would be not great. Um, so it's like, excuse me, barkeep. Could I bother you for some some uh, some tea uh, for a frail old woman? I have but these two two coppers. <laughs> uh, the bartender uh, is a uh, a big uh, burly uh, guy. 
Um, he's like, tea? Do we have any tea? Hey, Marvin. And, and from somewhere in the back here, what? <laughs> we got any, what'd you say it was called? Uh, herbal, herbal tea or just some, uh, something to, to quench an old woman's thirst from a long day on the, uh, of travels. <laughs> All right. Says, I'm a frail old woman and your, your, your spirits, I fear, are too much for my, for my constitution. <laughs> he yells back, Marvin, the old lady says that uh, our spirits are <laughs> about our constitution. And, he, and then Marvin yells from the back, water it down more. Okay, so <laughs> the the ale that was already um, suspiciously thin, um, he he. This, this will do. This will do. This will do nicely. <laughs> this will do nicely. Thank you, young man. He he takes. While, he bites one of the coppers to make sure it's real. And 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 whilst and and so while she's doing that she's looking around because she knows she's supposed to meet some people and she's trying to see who that is do you want me to do a perception roll or anything like that uh, i don't think you need to all right <laughs> i think I, I i think that i know yeah um yeah but i'm but i'm not eager i'm not eager just yet to uh align myself with a snobby tortoise and a puff of smoke <laughs> because again yeah, and that old elf, too. she most she mostly hates everyone. Um, she will tolerate her teammates and will help them so as not to die. She doesn't have uh, we call it friends. So. Yeah, I think except I, for the other, except for the other three that she that she lived with in the retirement village. There's probably a note in your file back at home office that says like if the if they last, uh, this one might be the decisionist. <laughs> Thank you for being if they laugh, a friend. Like, if is underlined three times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and finally, uh, making if this is coming out on strength check, his strength check debut. Brrr, <laughs> Nick Hardesty, how are you doing, Nick? Hey, what's going on? So I am Nick Hardesty, uh, program manager at Tall Ships America, historian of uh, Black and Maritime histories and sometimes uh, adjunct history professor. And I am playing Francisco Scaramanga, a uh, human fighter. Um, I was a trick shot in the circus until I saw an animal abuser, an animal trainer abuse an elephant, who's my best friend. So I shot him and learned that I like shooting people more than I like shooting uh, animals with my, uh, more than I like shooting targets, I like shooting animals too. Uh, with my trusty crossbow. Uh, so I'm going to saunter in with an uh, unearned sense of self-confidence and right uh, <laughs> make a beeline right to the turtles that I've never seen before and kind of freak me out. Uh, all right. I'm just going to openly stare. <laughs> uh, so I have, I have a question. I have a backstory question um, that, that may come up. Uh, what's, the, uh, what's the status of the elephant friend now? Uh, he's deceased. Okay. Yeah. Crossbow to the face. Oh. 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 Yeah. 
Should have seen the other guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Well, that won't come back to haunt us at any, no, any way. Why would it come back? Why? No, it's just, it's just, just out there and gone. I just I yeah. plan on having you guys solve a lot of puzzles. So one of them might be like a jigsaw, like an elephant jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. Where's this? A thousand pieces. Terrible. Uh, so <laughs> uh, the turtles are, are drawing a lot of attention. Um, the whole the whole party is here now. Um, so, so Nick, what is uh, what is Francisco? He just you just you said he's just staring, right? Yeah, he's just going to stroll up to the weird motley assortment of people at this table in the corner and uh, just eye these turtles and try to figure out if they're if they're monsters or not. <laughs> All right. Um, in my mind, it's just like you're like a foot away. Uh, Sounds about right. Just like doing that almost like little kid. Yeah, I guess I'll ask if you the new guys too, first day. Uh, widely notices everyone else sound just goes, yeah, we're we're here for business in town. Same. I'm here on my college intern. <laughs> uh, let's have another round of perception checks. Yay! Fun. <laughs> this Ooh, a ten. <laughs> 16. Here we go. Six. Christ. Seven. Thirteen. Uh, so Francisco and Fran. Uh, oh, it's cute. Math up is Francisco. <laughs> Fran or Fran. <laughs> Uh, the guys at the at the bar uh, that Wisely had pointed out before, um, they're kind of drumming on like some daggers that they have, um, and and two other guys dressed like them uh, enter the bar. Um, you said Fran Fran notices. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, before you guys have a chance to react, though. Uh, a, uh, a a barmaid uh, approaches the table kind of reluctantly, um, <laughs> uh, not you get the sense that maybe they drew straws in the back about who had to, <laughs> to work this table. Um, and she she musters up all of the courage that she can to ask, "Can I get you guys anything?" Your finest beverage, madam. Now, this is... Uh, this is just, I, I just want to be sure. Um, did Darwin sound exactly like that? <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so you just see... Uh, okay. Uh, uh, just for clarification purposes. You guys remember the end of uh, Spaceballs? Where... Uh, uh, one of the, one of the uh, planet apes, dudes on horseback, just goes, <laughs> "Oh shit!" 
<laughs> Spaceballs. That's like that's what happens. Like because you can't see uh, Wisely's face uh, behind the mesh of his helm, and all pretense of whatever you know, whatever's going on with this night just drops. And he just goes, his head just turns, just goes, "Oh shit." <laughs> I'll get the first round for the table. <laughs> I'm feeling generous. Charlie, go go get them. <laughs> uh, I want to point out to the rest of the group the dudes uh, casually fingering their daggers by the bar. Erethus immediately like is blushing because the barmaid there and <laughs> like really aw- he's really awkward around women. So he's just like staring at her and he doesn't even know what to order. Like, just like, um, uh, uh, apple juice? I was going to ask, what, how many of your characters have had alcohol before? I think it's maybe a relevant question, uh, for a couple of you at least. Um, but, but Tarnley has not had a single, uh, drink of alcohol in his, 250 years on this existence. Um, so, Charlie the Old Elf um, <laughs> uh, kind of reluctantly uh, goes with the barmaid um, to the bar. Uh, she, she says something to the bartender um, uh, who shouts for Marvin. Um, and Marvin sticks his head out from the the back, and they kind of huddle up for a minute. Um, and she uh, she roots around, um, or the bartender roots around under the bar, and he he takes out this old dusty bottle, um, and he puts it on her tray uh, with uh, five, well, no, eight mugs, right, because of the the retinue. Um, and uh, <laughs> carries it out. Uh, Charlie kind of has a couple of the extra cups in his hand and she, she puts it on the table and I'm going to roll for her. Uh, if I can find it, here we go. Uh, my first roll is a one. This is going to be a good campaign for you guys. Uh, so she says she's trying to sound, uh, very confident, um, in this lie <laughs> and, uh, says, uh, a bottle of our, our finest vintage that will be 200 gold pieces. And she looks at Darwin expectantly. Uh, since, since I rolled a one, uh, you would all know that she's full of it. You can choose if you want to, to, to buy, to, to believe her, to buy into her, her lie. I, Cletus, Probably taps me on the shoulders like uh, your parents aren't going to pay for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your dad can kill you. <laughs> um, like, are you sure it's two hundred gold? Why would I she? Think it's probably a little less. Why would she possibly lie to us? What? What reason would she have to lie to us? She seized my fine companions and seeks to take advantage of us. Uh, I don't see it. Just plainly says she sounded like she asked a question. I don't think she knows how much it is. 
Because, oh, it's, it's 200, my boss said. Uh, <laughs> see, <laughs> see, her boss said you it wanted, was 200. You ordered the best stuff in the house. Well, you can let's let's go for the next best stuff. How about just a round of ales for the group? Uh she she looks back uh at the bar kind of like over her shoulder. Um and she's like a round of ales and uh Marvin and the bartender are both like no 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 like push it push it push it. <laughs> um and she turns back around and she's like, uh, you already ordered this, though. I, I, I wave my hand kind of like that these are the droids you're looking for. And I say, you seem nice. Why don't you go and switch those out and I'll try and use Charm Person on her. Okay. Okay, there we go. So uh, it's a, a wisdom saving throw DC 14. She rolled a three. Uh, so is she... Uh, so for the next hour, she's charmed by me. You're the turtle, right? Yes. <laughs> Clarifying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll let you determine what this looks like. <laughs> she just... Um, uh, uh, there's probably like a sparkle in my eyes as like, and then she gets just kind of uh, hazy for a second and then appears relatively uh, like her eyes go a little cloudy and then appear normal for okay. um, the twinkle in Darwin's eyes. Um, just, just to interject, uh, um, uh, would wisely notice the, the, the spell casting taking place as far as the, the, the change of of her eyes. Uh, I guess we'll roll, make a perception check. Oh, no. Or, or a, <laughs> would it be that or Arcana? I guess perception, right? Because you're looking to see. Yeah, just trying to check something. I just want to see. Okay. Pick up on it. Um, and I got a 17. Uh, yeah, wisely, wisely notices something. Okay, um, upon noticing uh, magic taking place, he gets visibly uncomfortable, as, like almost as if uh, uh, he's involuntarily remembering something and tries to, you know, kind of like flinches a little bit and then just kind of sits. Okay, yeah, you guys all see, see wisely flinch. Um, she... Uh, begins to apologize profusely, and she she picks up the the dusty bottle. Um, you guys see it's like three quarters empty, um, and and the mugs and uh, goes back to the bar. Uh, Marvin and the bartender are both really disappointed, um, and she's like, "No, no, the nice the nice turtle man. Uh, it's not nice to try to trick turtle people. You should be ashamed of yourselves. He's new here." Um, and uh, brings back with with Charlie still kind of dutifully <laughs> trotting along behind her. Um, with the second tray, um, there are are eight mugs of uh questionable ale, um, for for, for two coppers a piece. 
unbeknownst, unbeknownst to the party, um, Erethus was also charmed when <laughs> Darwin did this. So he's just like staring now at Darwin, like enamored. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I will uh, uh, put a silver. Where Where is my money on this character sheet? Probably. A, okay, I found it. Currency. Um, so I will break a gold and uh, probably pay like two silver. So as and just say keep the change and. Uh, and sent her on her way. Eventually, if we're here long enough after an hour, she's going to know that I uh, I charmed her, if she can recognize that. <laughs> uh, how uh, how showy are you with this the silver? So uh, Darwin <laughs> did Darwin ever have the talk with his with his dad about where to carry his wallet? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, he, he'd have a money pouch just on him. He'd he'd pull a couple of silver out of it and kind of slide him across the table. Or he, he's he's not super rude, so he he'd he'd probably hand them to uh, to Cletus to hand to her. So so he doesn't have to get up. That's not rude at all. No. <laughs> Cletus is used to this shit, though. <laughs> Cletus has been dealing with Well, no, it's not like flicking the, the money at, at her kind of thing. Um, Cletus probably has like a whole thing where he's been like embezzling <laughs> <laughs> for years, right? Um, but at the, at the sight of the silver, uh, it's, it's been a little while since uh, she has seen any silver. Um, and and she's kind of uh uh impressed. <laughs> um so are the guys at the bar uh who uh decide to uh to take this opportunity to to approach um the the main uh the main guy. Uh they're all human. Um they're all leather armor and, and daggers and uh scruffy looking dudes um the main guy uh looks at your at your table and he's like you guys guys join your drinks when can't talk to us no they're lovely thank you for inquiring do you work here are you one of those people <laughs> <laughs> and, and those people the head swivels and then you know for a contemplative moment and then just swivels back for for a second wisely it has an out of body experience (laughs) uh the guy says those people what do you what are you talking what are are you those people people that work in a bar are you one of those people Uh, he says, uh, "No, no, we don't. Don't work in. Don't work in the bar. Uh, what about what about you guys? Where uh, where do you work? Haven't seen you. Haven't seen you, you boys around here before." Wisely just says, uh, "Here for business. Just passing through." 
So uh, what's your uh, kind of business you guys in? Seems like you're uh, making a lot of money, a lot of silver. Uh, Wisely kind of, you know, almost like his head doesn't really move this time. He just kind of nods, goes to travel logs. Travel logs? Yes, we log travel. Well, there's a uh, anybody guys anybody talk to you guys about the uh, the the travel log tax? Wisely regards the table for a moment. I I do not recall there being a tax on travel logs. That is uh, <laughs> and upon, Dar- upon Darwin speaking, <laughs> just kind of looks again back at the table and back up. It goes. It's it's uh, duty free. Uh, we don't we pay for our own equipment, so we aren't taxed. <laughs> the guy kind of laughs, and then the other the other guys with him start laughing. <laughs> like, look at this. We got we got a we got a smart guy here. <laughs> what are you like a a lawyer, travel log lawyer? No, no, no. There's no <laughs> there's no duty free here. Read the uh, the city charter, smart guy. Uh, why is this just you know just throwing along with like? Do, do you have a copy? <laughs> it's uh, it's at city hall, but they're closed. Eris looks <laughs> over. He's like, <laughs> of all days to be closed. I got good news though, <laughs> is that we are uh, just so happens to be. Official tax collectors. What are the, what are the odds <laughs> of that? And uh, Wisely just says nonchalantly, "Are you sure about that?" Yeah, <laughs> we are. We're pretty sure. And he looks at the other guys. We're sure about this, right, guys? So like, yeah, we're we're pretty sure. <laughs> and one of them is like, "I'm not really that sure, though." <laughs> like, sure, and uh, really sure about this. Wisely sure. just you know. It's a chainmail gauntlet on the table, just you know, relaxing. Yes. <laughs> Putting your gauntlet out. <laughs> um, so you all you all have a uh, documentation. Uh, how about you just pay your taxes, and then we can let you go about your your travel log, whatever the hell. Pay our taxes at City Hall. Which is closed. No, pay it to the tax collectors. The tax collectors that don't have documentation about being tax collectors. Probably left it at home. Like, why are you giving them so much crap? Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. That'll be... <laughs> I, I would like to say, like, just above the table, <laughs> Carlos, you lied. And now... <laughs> <laughs> This is a team that's going to get nothing done. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I pat Arathis on the shoulder and be like, I don't think they're being honest. Why wouldn't they be honest? Like, I, don't, I don't get it. There's some of those people. <laughs> and again, the head. <laughs> what do you mean, those people? And Arathis does that? yell that out loud. Criminals. His eyes are like wide now. He's like, oh. 
Yeah, we're not going to pay a tax. What's the tax going to cost us? Wait a second. Five, five silver each. Hmm. And he, he looks at Fran. And he's like, come on, old lady. Talk some sense into these, these fools. You know how it works. Oh, I don't know how much of anything works these days with all the people coming and going and all the tax. Who can remember all the taxes? And she kind of wa- wanders over uh, sort, of un- sort of unintentionally. Right, like she sort of drifts. She doesn't like walk over to them. Like, hello. She's kind of like talking to herself, maybe a little bit at the at the drink, the watered watered down ale. Yep. Who can who can tell who can tell these days? You seem like strong young men. Are you are you looking f- are you looking for work? Uh, so does Fran have a a visible purse or anything? Uh, she does. She does not. She has a visible uh, staff. Okay, and that and 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 like a, uh, like a, it's very modest, very modest. Like the whole point is to be unassuming. So she has like a tunic and a coat, and you know she doesn't have like a purse, just like yeah. <laughs> a handbag out and about. Yeah. Uh, so one of the one of the thugs, um, tries to grab her to start going through her pockets. Um, and so she'll. So she'll just reach. So does does he touch? Does he try and put hands on her? Yeah. Uh, so she'll just. Um, oh, oh dear! And uh, <laughs> she'll try. She makes a. She she makes a bunch of noise. Oh no! Oh dear! I'm being assaulted. Whoever will help me? If only a hero were here. All right, Francisco is up, crossbow out. Uh, I think that's a good time to to roll for initiative. Oh boy. Combat. Here we go. uh, Experience here. I I was if if no one if no one stood up, he was getting he was getting zapped with my with my shocking grasp. I uh, I rolled an eighteen. Uh, Team here. Pool 12. What's an 8 get me? <laughs> and for Darwin. Gets your last initiative, apparently. Sure does. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say you got? Uh, I was a 10. I believe Fran was an 8. Fran's. Fran's at eight. She's she's not the she's not the spryest. Uh, I need Nick and Carlos. What did you guys get? Twelve. Fifteen. I'll have them all. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Eleven. Twelve. Thirteen. Fourteen. Fifteen. Sixteen. Seventeen. Eighteen. Nineteen. Twenty. Twenty-one. 